you are now tuned in to Lord Have Mercy, a spiritual growth podcast hosted by me, Megan Manigo. I'm just a regular girl trying my best to live according to God's word. And this podcast is my platform to share the knowledge, wisdom, and life lessons that I've gained on my spiritual journey with Christ. God blesses us to be a blessing to others. So tune in as I share what God has planted in my spirit. Hello, hello, hello. Mercy is back in the building and I am just so grateful that God has drawn you here. I just want to thank you for tuning in to Lord Have Mercy. Uh, You are here by no mistake. And as always, it is my prayer that God uses me to speak to you through this podcast today. Lord, I'm your vessel. Please have your way with me. So today I just want to talk a little bit about loving God the way that he needs to be loved. You know, in relationships, you you learn about people and this is friendships, romantic relationships, platonic, all relationships. You learn about how people receive love and it's important to know your friends and your loved ones, their love languages and how they best receive love. For some people, it's like words of affirmation or quality time. For other people, it's gifts or physical touch. Everyone receives love differently. So as I get older, I've been learning that I have to love people the way that they need to be loved, not the way that I receive love or not the way that I'm most comfortable giving it, you know? And so like my boyfriend and I, we pray this constant prayer, right? I'm always in prayer like, God, help me love this man the way that he needs to be loved. And one day we were talking and he said that he was in prayer and praying the same prayer. And God was like, well, what about loving me the way that I need to be loved? And that was so convicting because like, that's the reason also why we're here today on this topic, because how does God want to receive love from us? You know what I'm saying? Like we're always asking for something we're always talking and not giving him an opportunity to speak we're always take 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 taking but relationships should be 50 50 right he is faithful he's always showing us that he loves us and always giving us the love that we need and the way that we need it but how can we do better how can we keep up our end of the bargain and show god that we love him in a manner that he needs to be loved So that was really, really on my heart. And I just want to point out a few key points that I think will be helpful in loving the Lord the way that he needs to be loved. First, we have to define love the way that God defines love. And we'll find in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8, how God defines love. This scripture says love is patient and kind. Love does not boast or envy it is not arrogant or rude it does not insist on its own way it is not irritable oh lord you at my door or resentful it does not rejoice at wrongdoing but rejoices with the truth love bears all things believes all things hopes all things and endures all things this verse again tells us how god defines love and when i read this scripture it tells me Basically, how I interpret it is that in order to show God that we love him, that means one, be patient with him, trust in his timing, trust in his plan Two, be kind to him, even when things aren't going your way. If I said it once, I said it a thousand times, my attitude is trash. So, And sometimes I can have attitude with my loved ones. I can have attitude with my boyfriend, with my nana, with my peoples, and even with God. So... I'm just getting that reiteration, be kind to him and uh, 
you know, show him love in that manner. Number three, don't be envious or prideful. Humble yourself. The, the word tells us that we have to come humbly before him. Trust in his way, not in the way of the flesh. Okay, that, you know, I think we've talked about that here before. We have to choose the spirit over our flesh. They're always going to be buttonheads. You know what I'm saying? But like, we have to trust in God's way. Trust that it's perfect. Trust that it's true. Trust that he's faithful and trust in him and not our flesh. Um, he was at my door <laughs> when he said it is not irritable. Cause like I said, my attitude can get filthy, but I just praise God for his mercy and grace. Because even when I find myself in those irritable moods, you got to check yourself and ask, why are you irritable? Why, why do I have attitude? And 90% of the time it's because I can't listen to my flesh or I have to die to myself or do what I want to do. When the word says die to yourself, listen, you, that, that that's physically painful for me. I don't know about nobody else, but I know for me when I have to do the opposite of what my, what I want to do, that hurts physically. Okay. So, uh, what I get from this text is choose him over your flesh, not only because you have to, but do it with joy. Be glad about it. It made me think about that song. I'm glad about it. Mm, child, listen, I hear you, Lord. Um, and then I just want to wrap up this, this first point, um, by saying we have to love him with all our heart, all our soul, all our mind and all of our might. We cannot do it halfway. We can't love him a little bit. We can't just the word Mark 12 through 30 says, love him with all your heart, soul, mind, and might. Amen. Okay. So my second point, get to know him. Practically speaking, right? You got to know somebody before you can decipher what they need. So if you haven't already, dedicate your time to really getting to know God. The more you know him, the easier it is for you to love him and know what he needs from you. Spend time with him in prayer. Read your Bible. Specifically, the verses that display his character will be helpful in getting to know him. Just to name a few, I mean, what? First John 4-8, through 8, it tells us that God is love. Second Peter three and nine tells us that God is patient. Isaiah 41 and 10 says, fear not for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. This tells us that he cares about us. He will always be there for us. He will always help us and he will strengthen us. He loves us. Why, why wouldn't we want to love him and show him that we love him in return? Uh, I think it's really important that we pay attention to God's interaction with his people to like get a visual of uh, a human showing God that he they love them through their actions and getting a visual of times where God was pleased. I think some really good examples uh, of this type of relationship is God's relationship with Abraham and Peter's relationship with Jesus. Abraham was obedient. Okay. He was faithful to God. He did. If God said jump, Abraham, Abraham said, how high Lord. Okay. Abraham showed God that he loved him and trusted him no matter what he's, he was down a ride. Also Peter, Peter with Jesus, Peter was down a ride. Okay. So like take some time to look at these relationships in your Bible in your spare time and just get a visual of how these men showed the Lord that they loved him. Amen. Okay. My third point, spend time with him 
faithfully. James 4 and 8 says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. You can sit with him in prayer, journaling. I, one of my classmates, she told me, I go on dates with God. I know that's right. Go out on a date with God. Go out, cut your phone off, spend your time intentionally with him. Carve out time specifically for just you and God. That's what he wants. He wants time with us. Like, don't don't your man want time with you or your 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 girlfriend or anybody, anybody who you're in relationship with. Your mom wanna spend time with you, your family wanna spend time with you. That's why God wants the same thing from us. So I was doing um like a Bible plan recently and it was telling me to it gave us this like exercise, right? And it said, find a quiet place and spend two minutes two minutes in prayer talking to God about your day and coming to him with your request but after that two minutes stop okay just stop and open your heart to listen and as you sense God speak write down what you hear write down what he's saying it was very specific it said don't use this time to rattle off a list of things that you need from God We often feel that that quiet time, that time in God's presence with our own problems and petitions. And there's nothing wrong with that. God wants to know, you know, he wants to hear from us about he cares. The word says he cares about everything. If he knows the number of hairs on our heads, he cares about the things that are upsetting us or affecting us. I'm not saying that you, we shouldn't come to him with our problems. However, the reality is God wants us to draw close to him so we can listen. And how are we going to listen if we always talking? It don't add up. It don't make sense. So I'm just saying, uh, spend time with him and do it faithfully. Don't sit down one time like, whoo, all right, spend my time with God for the week on Sunday after church. No, baby, make time every day. Make time on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Make an standing appointment with God. Write it down in your, in your planner. Put it in your phone. Oh, I got to spend my time with Jesus. Make it faithful. Let's be faithful to him. Amen. And my last point, which has a couple sub points, is obey him. John 14, 15 says, if you love me, you will obey what I command. So another way to show God that we love him is to be obedient to his word. And a couple of ways that I feel that we can act that out is one, put nothing above him. Uh, At the core, loving God means that we put him first in every single area of our lives. Jesus said that the greatest commandment is you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all your strength. Like I said before, Mark 12 and 30. God needs to be our number one priority. Matthew 6 and 24 says, no one can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. And while this verse is specific to, obviously you cannot serve God and money. You can't serve God in anything of this world. He has to be our number one priority. Um, Again, 1 John 2 and 15, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. And like making God a priority, for example, before I was recording this podcast, right? I'm not going to hold you. I was like, I'll I'll record this tomorrow. I'm about to go, uh, you know, have some TV time, some me time for your girl. And I could just hear the Holy Spirit in the back of my mind like, nah, you need to record that today. You didn't put it off long enough. You're already inconsistent. Well, he ain't say all that. That was me, but I'm sure he was thinking it. 
<laughs> so it's like, you know, I was about to put TV over a God task. God told me to do something. I heard them loud and clear, and I still <laughs> continue to walk my behind in my room to go cut on the TV, but I couldn't ignore the Lord. I, I, I can't ignore him no more, okay? So that's an example of putting him first. You know what I'm saying? If God has told you to do something or if he's put something on your heart to do, do it. Make him a priority. That That's a way of showing him that you love him with your actions. And uh, lastly is love others. If someone says, ooh, ooh, this is good. This is 1 John 4 and 20. If someone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. Okay, a liar. That's what the word said. I ain't said not me. It was Jesus. He is a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? It's important that we demonstrate love in our actions to others as well, to other people, brothers and sisters in Christ, and anyone, just anyone that you come into contact with. Going back to 1 Corinthians 13, love is patient, love is kind, love is humble, love is truthful, righteous, and faithful. We have to show these attributes to other people. Love is an action word. It's not just a, oh, I love you. I mean, show me show me. And I feel like that's what God is saying to us today. We're like, God, I love you. God, I'm so grateful for you. God, I thank you for all that you've done. Show me you love me. I hear him saying, show me you love me. And so, um, John 13 and 34 tells us to love one another the way God has loved us. And that means to love folks unconditionally, no matter what. And I know that this is easier said than done. And I am right now praying for hearts of forgiveness for everybody who is listening right now. Cause I know in the back of your mind, you're like, I'm supposed to forgive so-and-so who did X, Y, and Z to me. Ain't no way, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if he can forgive us for all that we've done, all that we've done wrong, big, small, intentional, unintentional, no matter what, he's still forgiven us. God, I just pray for a heart of forgiveness right now for that person who is listening, who who is feeling this way, God. Soften our hearts, Lord, in Jesus' name. Oh, Lord, I hear you, God. I hear you. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Reeling it back in. John 13 and 34 says, love one another the way God has loved us. And again, that means love folks unconditionally, no matter what, without condition. Amen. We love because he first loved us. Sit down and think about all the things that he has done for you, for your family, for your career throughout your lifetime. He is good. He is faithful and he is true. He loves us unconditionally. He forgives us for all of our sins. He gives us mercy and grace when we don't deserve it. He deserves every piece of us. And I pray that he enables us to love everyone around us the same way that he loves us. Amen. So I just want to encourage you all to just sit with him and spend time with him and learn him, learn how he needs to be loved and be intentional about living out that action of love to him and to his people every single day. Amen. Amen. I know I normally keep these short and sweet, but I was rapping today, but I had to get this out because God put it on my heart. So uh, before we close out in prayer, you guys, you know, if you ever have any questions, comments, prayer requests, or anything that you'd like to hear discussed on the show, shoot me an email at lordhavemercypodcast at yahoo.com. I love to hear from you guys. So, um, yes, without further ado, let us just look to the Lord in prayer. Take a moment wherever you are. If you're in a car, 
just cut, you know, turn me down a little bit or (laughs) wherever you are, just give God your attention, give him your heart, lend him your ear. Most gracious father, I just come before you lifting up every single person who is under the sound of my voice right now, Lord God. I pray that you soften our hearts, allow us to forgive, Father, and just speak to us about loving you and loving your people the way that you have called us to love, Lord God. I pray that you speak to us specifically about our situation. You know what's on our hearts, what's on our minds, what's bothering us, Lord God. I pray that you speak to that, Father. And I pray that we all take some time out to be intentional about spending time with you and be intentional about building intimacy with you, God, and being intentional about hearing from you, God. Open our hearts, open our minds, speak loud and clear in a way that we can understand, Father God. And I just pray that you have your way, that you get the glory out of our lives, Father God, that we are obedient to you, that we love you the way your word has called us to love, and that we love all the way that you have called us to, Lord God. So Father, I come before you just thanking you. We praise you, God, because you're worthy to be praised. You are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. There is no one above you, God. So I'm just grateful to serve you. We are grateful to be members of the body of Christ, Father. And if there is anyone who is listening, who is not a member of the body of Christ, who does not know you, Father, I pray that you make yourself clear to them, Father God. I pray that they come to know you in a way that they have never known anything or anyone before, Lord God. I pray for their salvation right now in the name of Jesus, because your word says the only way to the father is through the son. So father, I thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, who has died on the cross for our sins and rose again on the third day. Father, and if there is anyone who is listening, who has never declared that or never believed that, but believes it today, let them be saved in the name of Jesus, father God. And I just thank you for who you are. Thank you for your son. And I just pray that you have your way, God. I love you, Lord. I thank you and I praise you. In Jesus' holy name, I pray. Amen, amen, amen. If you have just been saved and you wasn't saved before, please shoot, let your girl know. I, I, I want to know. I want to welcome you to the body of Christ. Um, it, it, it gets harder from here. I'm not going to hold you. It gets harder. People think that when you follow Jesus, life is going to be sweet. And I'm here to tell you it ain't. It ain't, but I love him anyway, and he's worthy to be praised anyway, and he should be followed anyway. So I am just grateful um, for those who have been saved. Um, I praise God for you, and I thank you for listening. I'm rambling, um, but I love you guys, and I thank you for listening. So again, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, uh, prayer requests, Shoot your girl email, Lord have mercy podcast at yahoo.com. And of course, as always, it is all love. Mm-hmm.